Hi guys, and welcome to finale night one of The Batch Report. Hi. We're we got a lot of good stuff here for you. We're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Last final two episodes tonight, or last night and tonight, so. Oh, it's so crazy. I'm like pretty darn sure I know what is going to happen, especially based on what like Chris Harrison kept hinting towards throughout the show, but. Yeah, the whole show he's like, I don't know. Maybe she's Are not Are they going to have a good relationship? I don't know. I'm just like, dude, Chris. But, okay, so when we get to the end, I'm going to tell you what would be a really great twist here at the end. But So it starts out with Hannah falling in the street. But no, that was the, <laughs> no, that was part of the scenes for the episode where they're like, oh, this is what's coming up soon. Yeah, but she does say that she doesn't know what she wants. Uh, so they're in Greece. Crete, I believe yeah. is how you pronounce it. At the rose ceremony Which that we left off It looks so at. amazing there, honestly. Like, the views are really spectacular. I'm really jealous about that. Yeah, so Luke is finally gone, and then you can tell... That the guy, it finally sinks in, like, oh my gosh, one of us is actually going to go home now. Mm-hmm. And you can tell from Tyler's face that he thinks he may be going home. Yeah, that's true. Just because, you know, he just had that big sex drum, like, bombshell dropped on him. Where he's like, oh man, she's been, like, sleeping with other people, like, and she said she didn't want that for our relationship. So, like, I'm, I'm sure there's, like, a million thoughts going through his head at that moment. Yeah, he's like, how do I know if I like this girl? And then she starts handing out the roses and gives Jed the first rose. So then Tyler's still sweating a little bit over there. And then he gets the second rose. So Peter is like completely blindsided. But then I wrote, why is Peter smiling? Because he might be nervous, but I think it also is a way for him to hide his feelings. Like he went and sat down with her when he was leaving. And he was like smiling the whole time and being like, oh, I understand. I understand. And then um, he gets in the car and there were still no tears for a while, even though he was like, quote unquote, crying. But then he started finally tearing up there. But well, Hannah's excuse for picking him was like everything was so perfect. And I get it because it's like he should no real vulnerability. Well, it's like, you know, he's like he never got to the point where he could actually express his truth you know Mm -hmm. that's how i felt like he was still in like the what do you call that when you're in a relationship and you're well he was just like in the where the giggles you still get the giggles and stuff like the infatuation phase yeah so he was still in that phase like towards the end and she's just like well like i still like like, i love you i'm falling in love with you but like he's great on paper but i just don't think it was He's like, you're basically like the perfect guy. And it's like, I'm not, she's not looking for the perfect guy. She's looking for a compatible guy. Mm -hmm. So then they bring out Peter at the, like after the final rose thing. And Peter basically just talks about how he's moving on. Like he's still like obviously in love with her, but not like he's trying to like move on with his life instead of dwelling on it. And then Hannah comes out to chat with Peter and the first thing he asked was, what was the turning point? And she basically said that she was falling for him, but she was also falling for the other guy. So it was nothing that he did wrong. She just felt like those other relationships were more just what she needed at that time. 
How did he feel about that answer? Uh, I mean, I didn't really feel like he was right for her. But then again, I don't really feel like any of the guys are right for her. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just really stoked to see what happens next episode. And then, yeah, so Peter says he respects your decision. And basically all she said was that she wished he that she'd known his feelings sooner. Well, that was the issue is that he wasn't verbally expressing like how he was feeling along the way. So even though she felt like he was really into her and everything, it was like she needed that verbal affirmation. Yeah. Also, she said that their relationship was a slow burn relationship, which he was so. like, why would you say it? Like, I don't get it. Why would he say that? And she's like, well, it was passionate. But because he wasn't verbally expressing where they were at, it was hard to gauge. Like, yeah, like they were progressing, but you don't know how fast or how like deep because he's not saying how he's feeling correct peter kind of seems like a yes man to me honestly and then she did say that she was falling in love with him and that didn't just go away when she said goodbye um which i thought was really interesting which i'll get to that at the end of the episode why but then she was like oh and i was dishonest about one thing we didn't have sex twice in the windmill we had sex four times in the windmill which i was like really and the thing is, I think she was trying to, like, boost up his, like, ego. Oh, I thought bit. it was, like, an attack on Luke. No, I think it was her just wanting to be, like, oh, you know, like, I want girls to know that Peter's, like, a great catch, whatever. Like, I don't know. That's how I took it. Yeah. So then we go back to that, ep like, the pre-recorded part of the episode where Hannah's family is meeting Tyler. And I felt like Tyler was very well-spoken with her family. Yeah, it was almost like... Like, I kind of get the situation she's in where it's like, yeah, it's like she respects her family's opinions. But it's also like her family is... Like, they have her best interest, but they also have their own best interest, mm -hmm. you know? Where it's like they don't want her to be upset because... Like, then she's going to lean on them more. I don't know. Maybe that's not Well, it's it, like they but... don't want her to get her heart broken and, like... Because the way they talked about... Like, the main thing that they discussed was that Tyler was going to be more fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, like, to me, that's more... It's like, well, that's really, like, well, almost none of their business. Kind of but at the same time, it's like... Tyler was less likely to cheat on her. Oh, they did say that. Well, because his, Hannah's mom, when talking about Jed later in the episode, was like, well, you know, he's going to be at bars late at night. Like, that's the oh, lifestyle. Yeah. Like, he's going to go out. He's going to be talking with, like, girls all yeah. the time. Like, whereas... But it doesn't have to be that way, honestly. Tyler, like, lives by himself. Like, he's probably not going to be yeah. out doing that. So, it's like... Yeah, honestly, it doesn't have to be that way, necessarily. You know what I mean? But that's who Jed is. But that Jed is... Does, yeah. So. Like, Jed could just do a gig here and there. Like, doesn't even have to be at night, you know, and yeah. then focus on, like, having a room devoted to, like, making music. But I do think Jed is kind of, like, the guy that wants to be in the spotlight, though. Yeah, so Hannah's dad said that he really respects Tyler and his intentions, which I thought was, like, a really big thing. Because I do believe that Hannah really cares about her family's opinion. And then she was talking to Tyler about, like, the lust versus love thing, and she said... You know, after Fantasy Suites, I really knew that I was falling in love with you, too. Like, it wasn't just a lust thing. So, 
I thought that was really nice. And she mentioned multiple times she could see herself having a future with Tyler. But we'll get to the Jeds right after I talk about one of our great sponsors here. Which, if you've listened to basically any of the episodes this season so far, you know that we love Smart and Sexy. Smart and Sexy knows not everyone has the same wants and needs when it comes to swimwear, but no matter your shape or size, your swimsuit should always accentuate your assets. That's why Smart and Sexy designs fashionable swim pieces that highlight what you love most about your body. They have bra-sized swim tops to lift and shape and minimum to full coverage bikini bottoms and flattering one pieces that look good on every body. The best part is Smart and Sexy Swimwear is all under $28 and comes in over 50 sizes. You can get the look you want without going broke. I have loungewear, I have bras, I have swimwear all from Smart and Sexy and they are all so fun and so fantastic. And you guys can get 30% off by going to smartandsexy.com and using the code batch report. So that is smartandsexy.com with the code batch report for 30% off. All right. So real quick before we go to Jed's per parental um, date. So uh, one thing that kind of bothered me about Tyler is that they, his, her, her mom asked Tyler if they had had an argument. And Tyler admitted that they hadn't had any arguments yet. But they had had to talk about tough things. Like they had to talk about Luke. They've had to talk about like. Well, Tyler never really talked about Luke the way Jed did. So it's like Jed does have that over Tyler where it's like he has confronted Hannah about her decisions. Whereas like Tyler hasn't really. There's no way like you're going to have things you don't like about your significant other. Tyler is always just like, go Hannah. Whatever mm-hmm. Hannah wants to do, it's Hannah's body. It's Hannah's choice. It's Hannah's whatever, like, the entire time. Which is kind of unrealistic because, like, like, even if it's five years down the road and then he finally is like, you know, I didn't really like this and I should have said something sooner. Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then another thing that I want to touch before we move on to Jed is that Hannah's dad grills Tyler a little bit. And then Tyler says that he wants to have Han- Hannah's kids and that he wants her to be the mother of his kids. Mm-hmm. Which to me, that's kind of like. Well, to him, he, what he was trying to get at is that family is very important to him. And like his goal in life is to like to support his wife and his children. And yeah. But I mean, that, like, so. you know, like if that's I feel like that's a decision that shouldn't necessarily just be his decision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is kind of cool that he feels strongly about that or whatnot. And that he can express that. And I, but I, it's like you're talking to our parents. I you actually know, so. do have a feeling that that's something they discussed during Fantasy Suites. Yeah. And honestly, they should just do it and then, then tell the parents is how I look at it. Like, hey, we're doing this. Like, you know, like that's how I would. I think Like what? Is, like, hey, we're having kids now? Yeah, it shouldn't <laughs> be like, do I have permission to have kids? Yeah. You know, so like that's the only thing that kind of bothers me a little bit is that he's like. Like, almost too respectful. So because then it's like, well, is he going to run everything by his her father? Something I noticed is, like, some episodes, the guys will ask the permission to marry the girl. I mean, that's very old school, though. Well, I know. But, like, on seasons past, like, it's been a very normal thing for the guys to be like, you know, do I have your permission to propose to her, like, in the end, whatever. Yeah. And sometimes the parents will say no. Oh. Um, so, like, if Jed asked, then it would, might turn down that way. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting neither guy asked, but I do feel like Tyler very clearly laid out his intentions. 
Um, so then we go to Jed visiting with her family. And even before they meet Jed, they're already concerned. Because they're like, well, yeah, which we kind really of bothers like Tyler. Me. Like, like they already have a preconceived yeah. notion of what Jed's going to be but like. But then Jed comes in and they he sits down with Hannah's dad. And he's like, so what are your goals? Like career-wise, life-wise, like whatever. And he said that his biggest accomplishment, like accomplishment this man my words today his biggest accomplishment thus far in life is doing a jingle for a dog food company which i mean i mean he's more of a realist i guess but but i feel like he probably got paid quite a bit of money to do the jingle like it's probably something where he like was it up against a lot of other people? I mean, so. Lindsay's trying to justify it. No, I'm just saying, like... But the parents are like, oh, jeez. Like, it like, sounds really bad when you just say kid. it, but when you actually think about it, you're like, yeah, okay, that's like, that's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty decent, yeah. Um, Basically, the family, her parents do not seem too hot about you. The family kept saying that they want the right fit, and they want, like, a really cohesive family and the person to fit in with the family, and they obviously preferred Tyler. And then his mom kept bringing up the late nights at bars and the no financial stability... But then Hannah says, well, I don't like that you guys keep saying that because you're acting like I can't support myself when, like, yeah. I'm going to be, like, supporting myself and my family as well. It's not, like, all on like, him to support the family. it's not up to the parents the to define the dynamic of yeah. their family. Yeah. So she's like, well, I'll also have a successful career and I'll also be providing, so... Also, they wouldn't... T- she's like, well, can you tell me anything negative about him? And they couldn't really do that. Well, like, all he said was, don't settle for anything. So if you feel yeah. like you're the person you're choosing is settling, don't do it. I think it's really hard for the parents, too, if you think about it. Like, oh, like, how are you going to tell your daughter what decisions to make, you know? Yeah. And you don't want like, you to say... you can't tell your daughter what decisions to make. But at the same time, the, you want to guide them. If yeah. you're the parent, you don't want to be like, oh, pick Tyler, pick Tyler. Because you know what? Like, what if he's not the best match for her? Yeah. And then they end up breaking up down the line, and then... It comes back on them being like, oh, well, you guys told me that that was yeah. like, yeah. So then she has like a conversation with Jed because he was like, well, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Because I think he could tell that she was like not having a good time. And Jed wasn't having a good time either, and which is kind of unfortunate because like they typically do have a good time. But like the last week or so, right? So ever since Luke, Jed talked to Hannah about Luke, mm-hmm. like they have been... Well, then in a like weird down place. But here's the thing is like, that's almost a positive because that's like a new place that Mm -hmm. they can sit together. Yeah. Like they're going through it together. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like it's about Jed not being enough or whatever. It's like, well, where I'm feeling down and you're feeling down and we can be here together kind of thing. So, so then she kind of like explains, like, I have all these feelings for Tyler. I have all these feelings for you. Like, and then she said that this is why you don't take two people at the same time. Well, I mean, yeah, she's just complaining. Because it's like, well, now it makes sense why people don't date multiple people at the same time. It's because it's, like, really hard when it gets to this place. So then... Well, I mean, like, they should have ended way before. Like, usually if you're sleeping with somebody, you're probably not going to go date another guy and spend the night. I mean, people do that all the time. But I don't think when you're less than a week from proposing to someone that you're at that point... Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so then we get to the date portion. So Tyler's the first date, and she makes him go horseback riding again, which he does improve. 
He got on the horse. So. He got on the horse. They actually were walking a little bit better side by side. And Hannah said that she felt very comfortable with Tyler, that her family really liked him. And then Tyler was talking about their future children again when he's like imagining his life and he's like, oh yeah, getting little Timmy ready for football or basketball or whatever. And it's he's like, like wife in the kitchen cooking my meal. And I'm like, did he <laughs> already name their future child or is that just a random name that he chose? You're like, please don't name your child Timmy. Little Timmy. Getting little, little Timmy. Timmy ready for baseball. Little Timmy Jr. <laughs> um, so Which I mean, I-, I feel like that date went relatively well. Nothing too exciting happened. And then we got to Jed's date. And I feel like she acts a lot goofier with Jed. Like she I also feel like Tyler's getting a really good edit at this point. Yeah. So I also feel like Peter was getting quite the edit this episode. What? Yeah, where it's like Jed is like getting kind of a downer. So yeah, they go out and they go onto like a really cool sailboat, which is like a huge sailboat, but it's pretty cool. And um, Hannah gets seasick. Yeah, but then Jed talks about Hannah's parents. And how they don't really believe in believe in him. Yeah. And um, she kind of like is on the same page with him on that because she's like, well, like that's just a rock and a hard place. Um, and but then, they're both really. It sucks because Jed is a second date, and so they're even closer to that. Like time they're where they one have, day away. Yeah, so it's like kind of messes the date up a little bit because she's freaking is so out. nervous, and on top of that, they're in a boat. Yeah. And so it's like, then she feels like she's going to throw up and it kind of like ruins the date a little bit. So she just wanted like most of the time alone. Yeah. But Um, then Jed later that night confides in that feeling and says, yeah, I have that feeling too. And he's like, it's going to be really, it's, it's nervous. So like, I can't guarantee that we're going to have a good time right now, but. But what he was saying is it's not because I don't love you or whatever. It's that tomorrow I could wake up and you could choose another person. And that's like really hard. Yeah. Um. And I think because of how she was acting, he was feeling even more like that because it's like, wow, she's kind of disconnecting. Like, am I going to be ready to get down on one knee tomorrow and she's going to choose someone else over me? Like, Which I noticed something when Jed was saying that. He was, like, shaking his head. Like, you know when you say no? Yeah. So he kept, like, shaking his head like that. And so I was like, it's just interesting because that's, like, contradicting what he says. Like, mm-hmm. basically, like, your body's saying something different than what you're speaking. Yeah. So it's like you're... You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like where it's like if he was nodding to her, like that would be confidence in what he was saying. Where it's like when he shakes his head, it's like it's like he's saying words that his body doesn't agree with. Well, it's like he may be fabricating some of it. Is all I was thinking, or something. The thing is, you can't really tell. It could just be nerves, I Mm -hmm. guess. So it's like, but I just thought that was interesting. So then, kind of like with Peter smiling, like even when he's getting dumped, he's like Andrew's smiling right now. It's not like you can see him, but. So then they show the scenes for tonight's episode and they show that scene of her falling in the street again and being like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, let me get out of the car. Yeah. And something I noticed is that there's a scene of her like in like a villa type thing in relatively normal clothes. And she seems like really upset, whatever. And I believe that scene is going to take place after the proposal like maybe a month after or so and my guess i feel like most people have even seen tonight's episode by the time they're listening to this but my guess is she's going to choose jed and then all that stuff is going to come out in the media in that 
she may end up dumping him and end up being single at the end of this. But after that too, what if, because of the edit they were giving Peter and the edit they were giving Tyler, what if she goes back to Peter or back to Tyler? What if she marries them both? What is that like? Instead of brother wives, would that be what it's called? Instead of sister wives? I'm just, I'm just messing around. <laughs> or brother, husband. But I did notice one thing about mm-hmm. Jed. Like, towards the end of the season, it seems like all his words are kind of like, you could turn it into a song. Yeah. So I don't know if he's like been trying to like figure that out or not. But do you oh, think she's going to pick Jed? Oh my gosh. If he proposes tonight... I can almost guarantee he will bring his guitar and play her a song. Oh, man. Cool. And if I have to hear that Mr. Right song one more time, <laughs> I'll Be lose Mr. It. Right. Yeah. I'm sure that, you know, he's going to get a record deal after this. No, no one likes it after this. He'll have a hard time. But um, he might be able to sell his music, though, or his songs. More jingles. Yeah. Um, we are very excited to watch tonight. And we hope that you follow along for our last episode yeah. of the season. And Tune then, into our social media. We'll probably be doing some live And streams. then next week starts uh, the Batch Report Bachelor in Paradise. So stay Ooh, tuned. Bachelor in Paradise. And if you haven't listened to our Love Island podcast. It's called I Just Don't Have Time For. Wine 30. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Talk to you guys next time.